That's no moon. Way and World Drive, you're listening to the intersection of Star Wars, Disney Entertainment, and Parks and Resort Fun. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my ghost host, Nancy. Hello. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all time. We're catching up on the news and traveling to a galaxy far, far away. And before I do anything further, Nancy, I'm turning down your gain. Why am I talking too high? Or too loud? No, I just had the gain set up too high for oh. you. That's better. Much okay. better. Okay. Hello. 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 Uh, before we go too much further, uh, the Mouse Droid is brought to you by you, our Tashi Station Patreon subscribers. Thankfully, uh, if you heard the last episode, Patreon has rolled back their stupid fee changes, so we will be <laughs> staying there. Thank you. Thanks, Patreon. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash Tashi Station. That's where you can support us, get in on the $1 level, and that gets you into the uh, Patreon-exclusive Slack team, where you can chat with Nancy, me, a bunch of other listeners, and the rest of the Tashi Station staff. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It was great for The Last Jedi. Yes, because we can talk on the Patreon Slack and not have to worry about spoiling people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, the uh, Disney Star Wars things we've been up to... Uh, how we traditionally start this show, and you know, it's uh, January now, so that means the holidays are over, but we did have a lot of holiday fun. We yes. did intend to record this about three weeks ago, but uh, <laughs> you and I took turns um, having the plague. Yeah, I got really sick around, well, you were sick, mm-hmm. um, like the day after Last Shot I came out, and then I got sick that weekend, the night we went to... Galactic Nights, and then I was sick for pretty much an entire week. I went to the doctor, got antibiotics, started feeling better. We were good. I was good around Christmas, and then I started feeling sick again. So I'm finally feeling mostly better. I'm still a little stuffy. You can kind of probably tell that I'm a little nasally still, but um, I'm not dying. I don't feel like I'm going to blow my nose off anymore so yeah that that was the problem we (laughs) recorded a tashi station radio on what was it the 16th or the 17th uh i think it was no it was like the tuesday after okay so it was like wednesday was when i went to the doctor yeah it was the tuesday so the tuesday after the last jedi came out we recorded a tashi station radio it went for two and a half hours by the way if you're wanting our thoughts on the last jedi Go listen to that episode. That's uh, Tashi Station Radio number 183. Uh-huh. Uh, that is our two and a half hour roundtable discussion with a couple of our friends from the Star Wars community. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that that's where you can find that discussion. But we recorded that, and the instant I hit stop on the recording, your voice was gone. <laughs> just like I snapped my fingers and your voice just vanished. And it, it was, was gone for a week. Yeah, it was it was not fun. So like even when I started feeling better, my voice was still 
weird. And then I was blowing my nose so much and coughing that it was just not. It's like, no, I'm not recording this. <laughs> what? It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm still kind of and stuffy. Yeah, so. our, our original plan was um, the. We were going to do. We were going to do Mouse this. Shroid on the Monday mm-hmm. and then. Uh, TSR on the Tuesday after The Last Jedi and came And I wasn't out. feeling that well. So we're like, oh, we can do it later in the week. And then. Later in the week turned out into us being trading the same cold back and forth for the next three weeks. And not being able to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And even I'm still on the mend a little bit. Yep. Uh, so we're sorry for the delay. Yep, we are. Um, but we do have a lot of great stuff to talk about today. We do. Um, but yeah, holidays at the parks, so that was fun. Yes. Uh, what did we do? I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> uh, we did Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and um, uh, Magic Kingdom. Yes. Castle lighting at Magic Kingdom, which is something you have to do. Yes. Uh, we did not do Mickey's Very Merry this year. Um, maybe yeah. next year we'll see. Um, yeah. Well, your parents will be here, so yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so we might do that next year. Um, and we did uh, New Year's, yes, at Epcot, we did which New was Year's a Eve blast. So we had a new strategy there, or you came up with a new strategy this year. I did. And would you care to share that strategy with the listeners? Uh, last year, in like July or June, whenever the it became available. Like the day it was available. You can make dining reservations 180 days in advance. If uh, So I did that for New Year's Eve. We went to dinner on the Boardwalk Resort area, which is in around Epcot. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the kind of the hotel circle between Epcot and uh, Hollywood. Hollywood Studios. Right. So um, we had a dinner there at like nine o'clock it was nice we got done around 10 to 45 10 30 10 45 walked over to epcot went in the international gateway which is the back entrance in between england and france and then uh we waited and did the and did the uh fireworks it was great it was great it was super relaxed (laughs) Sorry, our cat is <laughs> it's on our I, I mixer. I need to usher our cat off of our mixer. Come sorry, here, Maz. Sorry, sorry, Maz. Can't go back there. Come here. Over here. Over there. Over come there. Here. Head towards mommy. This is why you come listen to this show. <laughs> okay. Yeah, come for the uh, parks talk. Stay for the uh, mascot kitty. Um, <laughs> but no, it was super relaxed, especially yeah. compared to the entire day we spent there last year with yeah. my folks. I mean, last year was relaxing. It was just long. Yeah. So we had just a normal day, then we left the house here, what, about 7.30? Yeah. And yeah. had a nice relaxing dinner at uh, the Yachtsman. Uh, and walk- we valley parked at the hotel, we which did. is that great was, that because... Was, that was 20 bucks well spent. 25. 25 <laughs> but, well spent. But we didn't have to fight people getting out, so I think we need to do that next year. I would whether, love to do that. Whether your family is here or not. Because it... it it didn't I feel... would like to get there earlier, though. Yeah, like, I, I would, too. So I wouldn't mind doing an earlier reservation next year. Yeah, and if we do, if you do valet parking, I think they don't mind, like, how long you stay yeah. there. So. And, well, especially if you're, especially if you're getting dinner there. Yeah. Um, but, no, it was great. And I think we, tr- I think we did it so late this year just to see. Yeah. Could we really push it that late and still be comfortable? Yep. And we were. It was fantastic. Yeah, but it, w- it would be nice to, like, 
walk around World Showcase. Last year, we didn't really walk around World Showcase because we were so tired. Mm -hmm. But this year, if we got there, like, around, like, five or six or even seven. Yeah. And, like, saw the first illuminations and then walked around the World Showcase until it was, like, midnight, that would be fun. And what's what's nice (laughs) is is since you're not trying to rush back to the Epcot parking lot to get to your car to make a mad dash out before the traffic gets insane... Mm -hmm. Um, you can just wander around World Showcase and just find any nice spot mm-hmm. to stop and see the show. Yeah. It's great. Loved it. Highly yep. recommend it. Yep. Uh, we did one more Disney-related thing mm-hmm. of note. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Book Day Cruise. We, we did, <laughs> after our last episode, talking about DCL, we just got all nostalgic and booked another one. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, this one, this one, we actually got a good deal on this one. This one was a Florida resident rate. Uh, seven day Eastern Caribbean Star Wars Day at Sea. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it because uh, someone we like a lot, Delilah Estos, an author of uh, Star Wars Phasma, uh, is the uh, keynote speaker for this cruise. Yeah, that'll be fun. It will be. I'm. I, I'm ex- I'm excited for that. Yeah, it was a Florida resident rate, so that's why we booked it. <laughs> Category five A veranda, and if you live in Florida, and and you can carve out time for a vacation a month to a month and a half in advance of when it happens, these Florida resident rate deals are fantastic. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we'll be doing that next month, and uh, <laughs> next month's Mousetroid, we'll be reporting back on it. <laughs> yes. I don't know, maybe we'll, bring, uh, maybe we'll bring our field recorder and do a little mini recording while we're there. That would be fun. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. We could do a podcast on our veranda. We could do a podcast on our veranda. With all the ocean sounds in the background. Okay, we have to do this. <laughs> yeah. We'll go, we'll go get a drink. Uh, Head on to our veranda. Yes. And record a podcast. We should. I love it. Let's do it. Okay. So part of Mouse Droid next month will be recorded uh, from the Disney Fantasy. That would be fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So yes, yeah, so that's that's a thing we're doing now. <laughs> can, do we? Can we do that every month? <sighs> sure. <laughs> Sounds great. It will be the most expensive podcast ever. <laughs> oh, if only. Yeah. Okay, moving on to some Star Wars news. Uh, the no- the uh, collection of short stories Canto Bite released. It's not short stories, it's novellas. Novellas, sorry. Yes. I haven't read it yet. Um, I probably will. I haven't read any of the TLJ stuff. <laughs> I get this problem where I'm like talking about it so much that I'm not really reading anything. So I need to I need to catch up on all of it. Yes. And speaking of that, The Last Jedi also came out. What? We're on viewing number seven now? Yep. Okay. We liked it. Go listen to The Last Jedi, or um, Tashi Station Radio number 183. We did. And uh, finally, this is probably of more interest to uh, the listeners of this show, Run Disney invites runners everywhere to participate in the Star Wars Virtual Half Marathon. Mm -hmm. And what in the world is that? Um, Well, so basically you run... Half a marathon, so 13.1 miles over the course. I think it's over this, a certain amount of time, whatever intervals you want, and then you get a sweet medal. So, oh, that is a 
really cool looking metal. I know. That's really the only reason I'm tempted to do this is because of that metal. <laughs> it's Poe. It's great. That Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, and, you know, this is a nice thing to do, especially because with all the work going on over at Disneyland right now, yeah. uh, they can't do any of the run Disney events. Yeah. I Yeah. So um, I guess they're doing this as a... It, it, it's clever, right? And yeah. hats off to them. That's a, that's a really neat, neat thing to do. I mean, if it makes money, they'll probably... I mean, they'll. It, all they need is to make the medals. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, absolutely. All right. Hey, some Disney Entertainment news. Uh, there's a lot of stuff since the last time we recorded, so we're going to cover a pretty wide gamut and some stuff that... Uh, Probably seems a little yesterday's news, which it is. Uh, the Avengers Infi- Infinity War trailer came out, mm-hmm. and we all want to get that man a shield. <laughs> That's the best line. Okay. Uh, bearded- Evacuate the city. Engage all defenses and get this man a shield. Okay. Bearded cap. Yes or no? Uh, Yes. Why is that even a question? <laughs> yes. 100% yes. Y-E-S. Yes. Bearded cap. That I think that's a yes. Um, yeah, so that's out a little later this year, and I am very much looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, speaking of Marvel stuff, Thor Ragnarok came out. Did we talk about this last time we recorded? I, I don't know if we did or not. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> hang on. Let me look at the notes for the last mouse droid. I'm doing that too. Um, Oh, it hit theaters, but we hadn't seen it yet. Okay, well, we have seen it So we can talk about it. I loved it. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, Taika Waititi's take on Thor. Did you call him Taiko? No, I said Taika. (laughs) I like Taiko. (laughs) Taiko. (laughs) Taika Waititi's take on it was fantastic because, you know, Thor, the whole concept of Thor is just absurd. It is. (laughs) And where this worked so well is he just leaned into the absurdity. Uh-huh. And yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Loved it. Also, the soundtrack was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had one track on particular on Spotify just on repeat for like a month <laughs> after it came out. I know it's such a good song. I mean, the, I I don't know if I it. I mean, Last Jedi was obviously my favorite movie of the year, but I think Thor was probably like the most enjoyable movie of the year if that makes sense no i i, I totally get where you're coming like from i had so much fun watching it was guardians also 2017 was what guardians volume 2 was that 2017 yes. yeah it was a good year yeah but i think like i mean i liked guardians the i liked the second guardians a lot i liked it more than the first but i think thor was i i, I just love thor it's my favorite um marvel series and I like when they lean into how ridiculous it is and the story was really good and all the acting was really good. So I really, really enjoyed it and I need to get the Blu-ray so we can watch it. Yes, I can't wait for the Blu-ray, especially in 4K ultra high definition with uh, HDR. It's going to look very pretty and colorful. Uh, yes, yeah, so we, we enjoyed uh, Thor Ragnarok a lot, and uh, more trailer stuff, Black Panther yeah. uh, has got a trailer, and it's great, and I need it now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's a good... Tra- I, don't, I don't think I saw that, that trailer until Thor, so that was cool seeing it on the big screen. Yeah, I somehow missed it uh, right until going to see Thor. Um, yeah. And there's like there's some other movies I would like to see right now, like 
I the greatest showman I kind of wanted to see. Y- but Hugh the Jackman problem- singing, that's like fancy <coughs> bait right there. Yeah, but it's Star Wars time. So like I probably won't see a different movie. We're probably until gonna have to wait for like a matinee. Panther. Yeah, yeah. Well actually Oh no, because well, I'm sure they'll show it on the Star Wars cruise, Black Panther. When is that out? Um, let's find out. Black Panther. I thought Black Panther was spring. No, Black Panther, February 16th. So we'll be there for the premiere. Oh, holy crap, we will. Actually, that's going to be really weird because I think that's Star Wars dance. (laughs) See? That'll be odd. Um, let me find out. Actually, no, that's, um... Star Wars Day at Sea is the 15th, mm-hmm. and the 16th is, is going to be is a Castaway Key Day, Ooh. but they'll do the premiere. They'll play it at midnight while we're on the cruise. We might have to do this just to experience Yeah, I've never been sea. there for a premiere, so I yeah, I'd, I would definitely yeah, want to so do I- that. So if you don't know, um, because <laughs> Disney Cruise Line is Disney. Disney they run, and they, they have show, a movie theater. Yeah, they show first run movies. In theater. On release day, yeah, they do a premiere at midnight, and usually, and uh, I've, we've never been there when they've had a when they've had a premiere. We've seen we've seen a bunch of movies in there. I think we that was the first time we yeah, saw. We've Frozen. seen a, we've seen a bunch of first run movies. <coughs> yeah, on DCL and because it's Star Wars Day at Sea, they will do they show Star Wars pretty much all week. Yeah, in the they'll theaters. be showing the Last Jedi in the big. Yeah. Walt Disney People theater. actually get angry when they go on Star Wars Day at Sea cruises and they're not Star Wars fans because m- the movies that are showing in the theater are all Star Wars movies and not like other first like other movies like Thor or uh um I'm trying to think of what else would they we would have. They would probably have Thor. What was the Disney movie that just came out? The animated uh, Coco. movie. Coco. Yeah, they I, I'm sure. I'm assuming they'll show those at some point. Oh yeah, but, yeah, they'll definitely be shown uh, while on the cruise. <clears throat> but they they usually make they usually fill it because now they have eight Star Wars movies to show. They have to show all the prequels and the originals and Rogue One and Force Awakens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. That'll be yeah, fun. I'm cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Figure out how to do that. Ah, uh, that'll be. Oh, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, I'm even more excited for that cruise now. <laughs> Not that I already wasn't. Yeah. Um also, A Wrinkle in Time got a theatrical trailer and yeah. holy crap, I need that movie now. I'm really excited for it. I read the book when I was a kid. I haven't read it I, I think I read it maybe once since then, but I haven't read it in a long time. So Yeah, it's been Yeah. Oh, it's been 22, 23 years since I've read it. Mm-hmm. Um but after seeing that trailer, my first thought is hot dad, um, Chris Pine. <laughs> also with a beard. Yes. Uh, and also, Ryan Johnson needs to give Ava DuVernay a Star Wars movie in his yeah. trilogy. That is, that trailer was just visually stunning. Uh, the cast looks incredible. I cannot wait to see it. Uh, uh, that's going to be a uh, opening weekend movie for me. Definitely. Uh, let's see. A Lady and the Tramp is out of the vault for a special Blu-ray release. If you haven't gotten a physical copy of that before, you can get it now. Um, and finally, well, little thing happened where <coughs> Disney bought Fox Entertainment. Yeah, that's weird. Yes, um, Disney now owns The Simpsons. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Universal. <laughs> 
there's another thing they're going to have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm starting to think Disney's strategy is uh, can, let's buy all the things that are currently uh, heavily in used parks. in universal theme parks. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so this is interesting. Um, coming, let's look at this strictly from a entertainment perspective. Uh, yes, they finally have the X-Men back. So you know Marvel will be itching to get the X-Men incorporated into the MCU. Um, the other thought I had was Disney has to be getting set to launch a gigantic, massive streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. Just the library of content they own now and the giant stake they own in uh, BAMTech, uh, which is the underlying streaming platform used uh, for Major League Baseball's live uh game streaming over the internet uh that just seems to say they've got a they've got a netflix killer in the works yeah i don't know killer because netflix has so many original so much original stuff now but it's definitely something i would subscribe to <laughs> especially I mean, if they had a star wars tv show but i mean if disney launched that and you weren't interested in Netflix originals and only had Netflix for other studios' content, and you had to choose between a Disney streaming platform and a Netflix streaming platform. Right. I'd probably go with Disney's. Yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, Disney bought Fox for a lot of money. A whole bunch of money. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, moving on to some Disney parks and resort news. Uh, last night, uh, January 6th, Stitch's Great Escape closed up shop for good this time, and we really mean it. Have you ever uh, been in there? I have done it once. I never did it. <laughs> really? You never did it? I thought nope. you did it with my folks once. Nope. Okay. Nope. Not my favorite ride, or not my favorite event. I have PTSD from that room. When it was extra terror estrials. Yep. Seriously. Like, that was the most terrifying ride attraction I've ever been on, and I refused to like, go that, into it. That again. was so scary that my dad swore for years it was at Universal and nope. not Disney. And I and you know and you know why I went on it? Because I'm afraid of aliens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the gray aliens, not like other aliens. But still, like not something you'd think Nancy would want to do, but the only reason I did it was because George Lucas was involved in it. And I was like, well, I got to do it if George was involved in it. What have we learned? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Same with, uh, what's that thing? Captain EO. <laughs> oh, Captain EO. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that has closed up shop. Uh, no clue what it's going to be replaced with, but... Uh, it has uh, opened its, it has closed its doors for the last time. Uh, speaking of things closing up, the Circle of Life and Environmental Fable will be closing on February 3rd at Epcot. And there's something I've never done. I've never done that either. Should I don't even do know it? what it is. It's a movie of some sort. Mm -hmm. uh, I've never done it. Um, yeah. Disney Performing Arts will be taking over the space. Um, but uh, there are thoughts that it is getting closed up in part to make way for perhaps a Brazil pavilion. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yes, more closures there. Uh, some sad news. The mayor of Main Street at Disney World passed away. That's so sad. Uh, yeah, so the mayor of Main Street, um, which my dad always joked he wanted that to be his retirement gig. 
um, <laughs> was a staple. I think his name was George Weaver. Yeah, George Weaver. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a staple of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and uh, it. If you, sad. It, it's sad. Uh, it's definitely the end of an era for the par- for uh, that park. Yeah. Um. Uh, menus announced for the Epcot International Festival of Arts. Want to take a look at this together, Nancy? Sure. We didn't go there together last year. Well, maybe we'll go this year. Probably. When is how when does it run until? I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> it begins on January twelfth. That's my birthday. It is your birthday. Maybe we'll go for that. Maybe. Uh, so this is another one of Epcot's now seemingly year-round <laughs> oh, shit. food events. Wait, sorry. Uh, Walt Disney World today, so it's it's the mat. It's a fitting. Tweeted the following ep- update. Please see the following update regarding Epcot parking. We are experiencing a very busy day at our theme parks. At this time, the Epcot theme po- park what? parking lot has reached capacity. The- Epcot <laughs> parking lot. <laughs> well, you know why? Because it's where they stage the marathon. Oh, right, right. So, so they, they have giant lot closed. So they have like two of the big lots. Because Epcot parking lot is the biggest parking lot. There's six sections. Oh. And they they use the two far left ones for the marathon. So they're like, if you're planning to visit us at Epcot today, we ask that you please park at Disney Magic Kingdom. <laughs> if you're planning on visiting them at Epcot today, maybe visit them tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure this happens a lot during the marathon. Yeah. Yeesh. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the Epcot <laughs> International Festival of the Arts begins January 12th. This would be a note for people who are planning Disney vacations. Don't plan them during marathon weekends. Yeah, unless you're a marathon runner. Yeah. Plan around that. Or if you're going to be here for some extended time, go to like Kennedy Space Center. Yeah. On uh, the marathon weekend itself. Uh-huh. Because uh, it gets really crowded. Uh-huh. And I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't just get really crowded at the parks. It gets really crowded everywhere around the entire resort area like highway 192 try and find a restaurant to get a meal at when the marathon's going on you won't you'll never find a place Mm -hmm. so they have different uh artistic categories the deconstructed dish has a atypical blt with crispy pork belly tomato jam and soft poached egg a regular Reuben with shredded corned beef, Thousand Island dressing, pickled red cabbage, and a rye curl. That I want to try. Really? Ugh. Deconstructed strawberry cheesecake, whipped New York style cheesecake with fresh Florida strawberries, and sugar cookies with micro basil. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, does, yeah, I don't know. Uh, cl- cl- cuisine classique. Red wine braised short rib with parsnip puree, broccolini, baby tomatoes, and aged balsamic. That sounds pretty good. Seared corvina with braised ratatouille and lemon thyme burr blanc. Artist palette jumbo chocolate chip cookie. I might want that. (laughs) St. Honor tart. Caramel cream tart with caramel glaze topped with cream puffs. Okay. Uh, The artist's table... Um, roasted pork roulade with butternut squash puree, marble potatoes, and baby carrots with a red rind sauce featuring Melissa's produce. Ooh, the next one looks really good. Pan-seared scallop with chorizo, roasted red pepper, coulis, and a Parmesan crisp. 
That sounds delicious. Artist palette jumbo chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> Guess they have this everywhere. Uh, the painter's palette. Trio of savory croissant donuts. Whipped burzen garlic and fine herbs cheese with fresh herbs. Chicken salad with shaved fennel and fresh herbs. Spicy tuna with wasabi and seaweed salad. That's a definite yes for me. Gallery bites a trio of hors d'oeuvres. Gr- chilled shrimp with cucumber Greek cream cheese on a crostini. Traditional deviled egg with candied bacon. Crispy truffled risotto ball with stone ground mustard. Uh, abstract designed sugar cookie with strawberry filling. White chocolate figment puzzle on an artist palette. White chocolate painting with a chocolate easel. Okay. Uh, let's see. Pop Eats. Sous vide poulet rouge chicken roulade with apples and sage served with warm brie fondue, blueberry and beet gel. Mmm. Mm. And garnished with apple and beet chips. Shrimp ceviche with lime mint foam. Ooh. Almond. I don't know. French, French, Frenchy pancake layered with raspberry jam and chocolate. Uh, modern design sugar cookie with strawberry filling. The cake looks interesting. The cake actually looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, decadent delights. Uh, white chocolate and purple sweet potato mousse. Car- salted caramel and maple meringue with coconut crisp caramel chocolate mousse bar flavored meringue kisses and passion fruit sauce house smoked buttermilk chocolate cake with chocolate mousse toasted marshmallow meringue graham cracker dust and malted milk chocolate sauce artist palette jumbo chocolate chip cookie (laughs) uh the masterpiece kitchen charcuterie palette with artisan cured meats nooski's Smoked beef and cheese. It sounds like you're up your alley. Yeah. Smoked salmon tartare, caviar, crisp lavash, and traditional accompaniments. Also that. Wild mushroom risotto, aged Parmesan, truffle shavings, and Zinfandel reduction, triple chocolate mousse, chocolate crunch, dark chocolate sauce, and gold leaf from our master pastry chef. There's a lot there that sounds very good. Yeah. I don't know if it's my... If it's my... Quite co- your jam? Yeah. I'll eat the chocolate. <laughs> There's a lot of good chocolate dishes. It takes place from, I just saw it, uh, January 12th to February 19th. So, there we go. (coughs) And yes, again, Epcot's continuing series and setting up food booths and getting you to give them additional money. Mm -hmm. I'm not complaining. Nope. Okay, uh, let's see. Warwick Davis announces a guest presenter for for a Star Wars Day at Sea sailing. Not the one we'll be on. Mm Mm-mm. Uh, Lanuba finally closed up shop at Disney Springs uh, to be replaced by a new Cirque show at a later date. Yeah, I think this isn't the Cirque show like Disney themed. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read up too much. That on will what's be interesting it. a lot. That will be really interesting. I'd like to go to that. Yeah, I would too. I did go. I went to Lanuba once, and it was really nice. But it's cool that they're doing a new one. Yeah. And uh, the Slinky Dog Coaster uh, last night under started undergoing its first uh, ride tests. Uh, so unmanned ride tests late at night, uh, they are barreling right along towards, uh, the Pixar place opening up, uh, in addition, um, Toy Story Mania will be undergoing partial and full ride closures to gear up for that as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that is the news, which brings us to our discussion topic this week, the new Star Wars experiences out here at Walt Disney World and Disneyland, and we are starting with, um... 
The Void and ILM X Lab uh, presenting Secrets of the Empire. Now, we did this uh, the weekend The Last Jedi came yes, out. When I was sick. Yes. Uh, <laughs> still had fun, though. Um, yes. What this is, is it is billed by The Void as a hyper VR experience. Um, the Void had created a similar Ghostbusters-based VR game uh, that used the same technology that this experience does. Now, what this is, if you've ever seen like one of those PlayStation VR or Oculus Rift or HTC Vive virtual reality units, it is a headset that you put on and has textures mapped to the room around you that essentially <laughs> throws you into the Star Wars universe. And um, it was something else. Uh, so you get there, and uh, actually, before I go too much further, I would say if you can do this with a party of three or more, I would suggest that just so you don't accidentally get grouped in with two meatheads <laughs> like we did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you go into the, you go into this building at Disney Springs and you're ushered into a room with this giant wall filling screen in which uh, Cassian Andor from Rogue One uh, briefs you on the mission where you were being sent to recover some imperial tech of some sort from an imperial base. Um, you're then uh, given the chance to customize your undercover stormtrooper armor, which is essentially just pick the color plating uh, so you can differentiate one person from another inside the game. Yes. So after that experience, you were then brought into the gear room where you are told to back up against these backpacks, um, strap into them, and then put on these, uh, put on these big headsets. Um... The backpack essentially contains an entire gaming PC in it uh, that powers this headset you're strapping to your face. Um, it's it's a little weird uh, to put it on, but um, after that you're brought into essentially the starting point of the game where you put your headset down and um, you... Sensors up in the ceilings can map out where you and your co-players are and just maps them to the room and then starts mapping all of the textures uh, in your field of view on top of the walls and uh, other objects that are right in front of you. Mm -hmm. um, so you're immediately transported into the Star Wars universe um, in this really wild and super immersive virtual setting. Yeah. Um, so uh, K2SO from Rogue One uh, is piloting a shuttle that drops you off on this place. Uh, you go into the game where uh, it brings you to an armory where you actually pull off a blaster off, off, of, the, off of the real world wall in front of you. Mm -hmm. And um, it... Uh, it, it, it there there's something we there's something cool and weird that you're reaching out into what is this virtual <clears throat> construct in your vision in front of you, but you're actually picking up something 
uh, that you'll be using in yeah. the game. Yeah, the <clears throat> the rifle. Yeah. Um, so then you start traversing through the base. A series of mishaps happen, and you're shooting a bunch of stormtroopers with that blaster you picked up. Uh, that one of the weird things was. I know that the entire floor below me is solid. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some trust exercises you yeah, have to do. Yeah, when you're like this. on a grate, like there's one part where you're. Un- where it asks you to walk through a narrow bridge, yeah. grated bridge. From like you're outside and you're like going over lava to go back inside. And you look down and, and there's you can lava. See through the grate. <laughs> yeah. And it- it's weird. You know the floor is solid. Yeah. But it's like okay, I'm taking I'm taking a step over a, a bridge I can see through. Yeah, over a lava field, and you feel the lava. You do, yeah. Um, and uh, it's I it's it, it, words are escaping me to describe. I would this love experience. to walk through it like without the the gear on to see what the I've facility. Ac- I've actually like. seen some. Mock-ups of what the facility oh, really? looks like. Uh, yesterday, ILMX Lab was doing a presentation somewhere. I think maybe at MAGFest or something like that, um, where they were they ascent, they were showing a prototype of uh, how this worked, and all they had done was just in a really large room, they had set masking tape over what the floor plan was, and they were having people go through it with the gear on. And it's a really small space that they use. Um, they use all this virtual reality trickery to make it feel huge. Like uh, the room, I wouldn't be surprised if the room isn't any bigger than twenty by twenty-five feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it feels like you were going through this massive warehouse just based on little tricks of how they orient you and get you to move through these rather confined rooms. Yeah. Um, so you're you're in a you're in a shooting match with stormtroopers and it is weird they can shoot you and you'll feel it. Yeah, it's like, like you, it like vibrates. Yeah, so you're, you're the the backpack and harness <laughs> you're wearing has uh, sensors in it and just various force feedback points. So like if I'm shot in the shoulder, I feel uh, this rumble mm-hmm. in my shoulder. Yeah, it's it's disconcerting but cool. I I really want to go do this again. Um, <laughs> So you, you head back inside, uh, you find the the uh, cash that you were sent to get, and then you're confronted with Darth Vader, Yeah, <laughs> promptly uh, wipes the floor with you. Uh, K2 comes back, bails you out, and then the experience is over. Now, uh, how much was this? It was about $39? 30, 30 bucks, I think. I think it was $39 was it? a person. Huh. Um, it is a short experience. Uh, it's 15 minutes of prep to go in, and then the whole the whole game is about 15 minutes itself. So it is it's a short experience for the money, but for me, if you can afford the pre the price premium, it is absolutely worth trying. This is this is the p- whole potential of virtual reality, uh, and it's using Star Wars as this great tech demo for it. Um, I really hope they come out with other missions. To go along with this, um, because it was, it, it's one of those things where 
you're about two minutes into it and you get this fuzzy feeling and it's and you say to yourself, holy crap, I'm in Star Wars. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was a blast. Highly recommended if you are anywhere near uh, Disney Springs or downtown Disney uh, to give this a shot. Uh, it was it was a wonderful experience. Uh, and then after that, we went to go see The Last Jedi again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, so if you're looking for our take, um, if you can, like I said, if you can afford it, absolutely highly recommend trying uh, Secrets of the Empire. Yeah. Uh, it was really fun, and I want to do it again with <laughs> people we know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, w- I, would, I, I hope they do more experiences. Yeah, and that you can, you can pick from them, like, mm-hmm. uh. <clears throat> like a uh, sequel trilogy yeah, era. Yeah, sequel thing. trilogy experience um, would be a whole lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, Secrets of the Empire, highly recommend. Uh, the other thing we did that weekend is we went to Galactic Nights at Hollywood Studios to celebrate the premiere of The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And we both had a very good time. Yes. It was Except a lot more crowded. I was sick. Oh. <laughs> it was a lot more crowded than I expected it would be. I mean, yeah. I'd heard some people saying that, oh, they're not selling well, but it felt like a crowded day at yeah. Hollywood Studios. I mean, it felt like a normal day at Hollywood Studios. It felt like, I mean, except for the wait times on the rides. Yeah. Those were the only things. But like, it felt very much like any other party, like the. Merry, very merry Christmas party or the not so scary parties. Like it felt very much like that where you can go pretty much walk onto any ride uh, you wanted to um, with minimal weight. But like there's the, the pictures had the photo ops had really long lines. Um, there was a huge crowd for the fire for the, you know, the the um, projection show. So you had to wait. You know, if you wanted a good spot, you had to kind of stake out for that. Um, they didn't really... Ha- they had, I think, the 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 stage shows, but those were just, like, the ones they do normally. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really, like, anything you really had to, like, you know, stake out a spot for. Yeah. The, the, they had the... Um, they had the stuff on Hollywood... Sunset Boulevard, which was really cool. Yes, uh, the projector tech they'd used for uh, the Christmas stuff this year at Hollywood Studios over at Sunset Boulevard, they turned into these, what did they call it, galactic scenes? Mm-hmm, I think. Um, where it transported, uh, it transported you to different locales uh, in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Octo was uh, projected onto the... Uh, the um, Tower of Terror once, and then Tatooine, um, and uh, th- then some other locations. It was really, it was really clever. Um, but uh, the the photo ops you were right were the biggest lines there. Uh, but there was only one. There was one in particular you wanted to get, which was Luke's hut on Octo. <laughs> And we got it. There are porgs on <laughs> Our it. Our porgs on it. It's great. Fantastic. Uh, uh, there was some specialty evening food. We got a couple of things over at um, the uh, tap house. Yep. Uh, which which was which was nice. I mean, it 
wasn't anything to write home about, but it was pretty good. Right. They had the um, rock and roller coaster retheme to Star Wars and for the one night. This which time, is great. this time around, though, we did it. Uh, we <laughs> did this for the premiere of The Force Awakens. We didn't do uh-huh. the uh, Galactic Nights events that happened when Celebration was here. Um, so the new thing for us was that the lights were completely off. Yeah. And let me say, um, rock and roller coaster with the lights off is a really disorienting experience. Is it normal? I, I don't go on it when it's not Star Wars, so, so I can, don't remember it. So the, the ride normally, uh, stuff will illuminate these uh, icons through Hollywood and L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like you'll, you a light will shine and you are going through a big donut sign. But you can see, you can essentially see the track in front of you. Okay. So you can see, for the most part, where you're going. Uh-huh. Uh, this was, what if we did the um, Space Mountain thing and just turned the lights off? And uh, I normally don't get sick on roller coasters. I was a little sick after that. I Yeah, I was too. I mean, I that, the ride with Star Wars, the re-theme for Star Wars is so cool because of the music, mm-hmm. but other than that, I'm good to not do it <laughs> yeah that that was that was about as sick as i'd ever been after a ride um a lot of fun but wow that was disorienting um uh yeah so that's the one time we'll get nancy on rock and roller coaster uh we also <laughs> did tower of terror because there was no, no line, line whatsoever I love tower of terror. oh i love tower tower is so good and of course star tours yeah we did that actually i think before we yeah, we we actually got there a little early um, and had a fast pass booked before the event actually started. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we did we uh, we we did that once, um, and then we just kind of wandered we around. We watched Path of the Jedi. Yeah, we did watch Path Path of the oh, Jedi. Oh, we did Toy Story. Oh yeah, Toy that Story was Mania open. because we can never do that because the lines are always so bad. Yep. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and then we just kind of wandered around and. Uh, Took it easy, enjoyed the sights and sounds after that, until the Galaxy's Edge panel. Yes. And Oh, yeah, this, that was a big one. Yeah, this was this was really the reason you and I went. <laughs> yeah. Um, so over at the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular Theater, uh, they'd set up a stage and were doing a couple panels throughout the evening. Uh, we went to the first one of the night uh, where... Um, uh, Disney Imagineers and Lucasfilm folks were talking about uh, Galaxy's Edge, what to expect, and giving us some new looks and details inside the uh, inside the upcoming park expansion. Uh, it was introduced by uh, Warwick Davis, who handed off hosting duties to David Collins, who uh, is a voice actor. He's done some Han Solo voice work. Um, he's done a bunch of hosting for Celebration and various park stuff. Yep. Um, but uh, the panelists for this panel uh, were Scott Trowbridge, who is the portfolio creative executive at uh, Walt Disney Imagineering, uh, Doug Chang, who is legendary concept artist and executive over at uh, Lucasfilm, and uh, Imagineers Robin Reardon and Chris Beatty. Um, so it's a it it was definitely a very well represented yes. panel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> These are some very of the, important. Yeah, people. these are some of the who's who's behind Galaxy's Edge. Um, so we actually, uh, I'm actually going to open up the Twitter thread we were running for that, <laughs> so I can uh, have some notes to refer back to. 
Where are we? There we go. Uh, so there was a lot of talk about Batu's design. Now, Batu is the name of this uh, planet where this out-of-the-way outpost. Which we learned on Star Tours. Yes, we did learn that on Star Tours. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, last month, um, the uh, was it last month or earlier in November, or later in November? I think it was later in November. Yeah, uh, the new crate edition and new intro-outro yeah. sequences uh, were put into Star Tours. Which was awesome. Yes, uh, <laughs> highly recommended. Um, it's going to be running a. It's going to be running a new sequ- uh, new intro sequence, Jakku crate, new outro sequence for every ride for mm-hmm. a while. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, Batu we learned has a really big Moroccan influence on it. Yeah. Uh, just these old, worn, lived-in, aged alleyways. Um, and they went there yeah, they, for and research. Took thousands and thousands of pictures. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, one, one of the things they said was, um, this place has to have some grounding real influence on it. Yeah. And Morocco was it for them. Uh, we also learned that they have built a fleet of X-Wings. <laughs> Not fleet. I think this, they said the squadron. Did they say squadron of X-Wings? No, they said fleet. Uh, they probably meant, They probably should have said squadron, but, but they said yeah, fleet. We were very excited about that. Like, I mean, and these aren't just... These are... Uh, these are actual aluminum steel frame X-Wings with uh, metal bodies that they are going to be shipping to the parks. Yeah. That you... That, You'll be able to look at and just, ah, there's going to be X-Wings that'll I, be there. I am so excited about this. <laughs> I, I just, I can I just get has... a picture? Like, just be like, hi. Yeah, I, I think that was the thing that might have had us uh, most excited. But uh, construction rapidly is flying rapidly, both in Anaheim and in Orlando. Yeah. Um, we've already learned that Anaheim's going to open up a few months uh, before Orlando will. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh, we also saw some concept, some brand new concept art for the Millennium Falcon ride. Uh, and <coughs> the, holy cow. This looks really cool. Yeah, so. The wraparound is like kind of like the queue. Mm-hmm. Like going into the cockpit and like you're in the cockpit during the ride. Yeah, so they they, they showed us, uh, they sh- actually, was this art or was this actually a photo of the ride interior? I don't remember. Um, but yeah, you're sitting down in the cockpit of the Falcon and the, the way I look at they they say you're going to be flying and operating the Falcon. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering, is this going to be kind of like a mission space set up? I, th- where, I think so. Probably. Which, holy crap. Yes. Yes. Where, uh, you'll have, you'll have things to do and you can apparently damage the Falcon if you're not careful. <laughs> They kept reiterating, be gentle with the Falcon. Uh-huh. And, whew, and they, they did also show us some new concept art from one of the big takeaway here, which was absolutely new information to us. Multiple missions you can fly. So this ride is going to have some serious re-ride value. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I am... I am super stoked for that ride. I Me cannot too. wait 
to see it. I was also really interested in the concept art for the Escape from the First Order ride because yes. that queue is basically like you're in the hangar of like the First Order Star Destroyer. So uh, it really feels like they are taking some design notes from Universal. Yeah. <laughs> where you're, the ride queue for like Gringotts is Gringotts. going through Gringotts. Yeah. Ride through for um, uh, the uh, their other marquee ride is walking through the halls of Hogwarts. Yes, where you want to go. Like, people who don't go on that ride just walk through the line just so they can see the castle. And, ooh, yeah, if they're taking any design notes from there and just making it super immersive, and well, Avatar, uh-huh. we're, um, Pandora, we're seeing some of that there where you're walking through lab space uh, to get to the uh, get to the e-ticket ride. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one more... Big detail, and this one I think generated the most controversy when we were talking about this on Twitter. Um, one of the one of the executives said, "You will not be buying branded T-shirts." <laughs> yeah. In Galaxy's Edge, uh, you'll be buying things like artisan in-universe toys, uh, but it sounded like you're not going to be able to get your Episode Nine lunchbox in there. Yeah. And people just didn't seem to, people on Twitter just didn't seem to believe us <laughs> when we posted that. Well, I mean, like, if you think about the the gift shops at in Wizarding World of Harry Potter, like, they have a ton of them. They have, but but they're all sort of themed for the world. So you've got, like, uh, Weasley, Weasley's Wizard Weezes, the, their joke shop. Um, you've got Ollivander's, which is where you buy all the wands. You've got, um, the, uh, what's, what's the, uh, crap. What's the candy store called? Uh, Honeydukes. Honeydukes. They've got Honeydukes. Um, they've got the, the Florian for Tescu's ice cream shop. Like even like just the kind of the more generic gift shops has is like in a it's like, in-universe goods yeah. you're buying. You're so, not getting anything with, like, Harry Potter's face on it. I mean, you do... There, I think there are some of them, but, like, because I've gotten, like... I've gotten shirts there. I got Ministry of Magic shirt. I got, like, a Hollyhead Harpies shirt. Well, a Hollyhead Harpies shirt is something that I, I would think is an yeah, in-universe I got, thing. I've gotten Hogwarts shirts. Like, they have, like... You know, you can get Hogwarts stuff. They have, they have like, house merchandise, like... Hufflepuff and Slytherin. Again, this and is still, yeah. Still very so it's in, in universe, universe stuff. But like they have Wizarding World of Harry Potter merchandise, but you don't really get that there. They have, um, like they have stuff outside of Diagon Alley in London, where you can get more like you can get stuff that's more like that. But then they have like just the generic gift shops in the parks where you can. Get that sort of stuff. Yeah, so p- people seem to think that, oh, there's no there's no way they wouldn't sell branded merch. But what they're saying is that branded merch won't be sold inside of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. It'll continue to be sold at, well, like, Tatooine I mean, they, Craters. They've come out with Galaxy's Edge merchandise already. Yeah. Like, they're selling Galaxy's Edge t-shirts now at, you know, Tatooine Traders or Star Traders or those... Those shops. You'll get it at the. You'll get it at the shops, the Disney sh- park yeah. shops that are outside of that Galaxy's Edge perimeter. Yeah. Once you walk into Galaxy's Edge, you're in a different universe where yeah. you're buying different things. Yeah. So they had one of the sto- one of the stores 
shops is a is a toy store that's run by a Tordarian. And they showed concepts of the the toys you'd be able to buy. And they're all like in-universe toys, like an like an AT-AT that's built like with different things, like different in-universe materials. And I ho- I would imagine they're gonna have stuff like the little X-Wing pilot doll Ray has in The Force Awakens, the little Luke Skywalker doll that's in the end of The Last Jedi, um, and like just all those sorts of things, you know? But like I can see them having like a t-shirt for like visit Coruscant, you know, or like X-Wing pilot like shirts or stuff like that. But they're not going to have like a shirt with Luke Skywalker's face on it. I mean, they might have a shot with the shirt with Luke Skywalker's face on it, but it would be like an in-universe, like the legend of Luke Skywalker, like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, the, the like, you're not going to find a shirt that says The Last Jedi. Yeah. Or The Force Awakens or Rogue One on it. Yeah. Inside of Galaxy's Edge. You'll find a shirt maybe with like droids on it, <laughs> but that's... Not the same type of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they're. I I mean, we're all already pumped for Galaxy's Edge. We're we were both super super pumped afterwards. Yeah, especially like when they talked about like the food they're gonna have. It's all gonna be like in universe themed. They're gonna have. They showed this picture of like thirty different uh, proposals for blue milk and green milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, you gotta have green, blue, and green milk. And they've been doing this like during Star Wars weekends. Like they had like star, like Star Wars themed food and like the dessert parties. They have like themed desserts, and they do this on the Star Wars cruise. The this they had the Star Wars meal that night. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yes, I'm super excited. Uh, we're getting to the point where we're gonna be starting to hear and see more stuff rapidly uh-huh. because. We are less than two years away mm-hmm. from it opening. We're almost a year and a half away from it opening here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very excited. Yes. Hooray. All right. Well, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for us today, unless there's anything else you want to add. I don't think so. All right. Well, this episode of The Mouse Trade has been brought to you by you, our Patreon subscribers. Again, that's patreon.com slash Tashi Station. Uh, help us keep the lights on in this show and all of our others. Uh, follow us on Twitter with Mouse Droid Show. Uh, that is the official show account. Uh, Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-E-R-E-E is uh, my handle. Uh, Nancy Pants, Nancy with an I is uh, Nancy's. Uh, Tashi underscore station is the official network handle that uh, has all of our blog stuff and all of our other podcasts. Uh, the Mouse Droid, again, is a part of the Tashi Station podcast network on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, subscribe there. Um, leave a review if you like the show. Uh, and subscribe to our mega feed for more great shows from our network. Thanks for listening to another episode. We'll catch you all next time. Bye. The Mouse Droid is a Tashi Station Network production. For more information and to hear more of our great shows, visit Tashi-Station.net.